simple, but in the end, it could not have been more complicated, and maybe that was the whole point to begin with. But if love is true and still leaves you lonely, what good does it do? I started going over everything again, thinking I might find a way to her, wherever she was, or at least figure out what to do with all the things she left behind. You have your whole life ahead of you, my mother told me. Don't spend all your time in the past. It's good advice. I know it is. But the past has its own ideas. It can follow you around with a life of its own, casting a long shadow. Spooky Girlfriend She was born in a thunderstorm. I don't know if that's true, but somebody once wrote that about her, and it seems to fit. She swirled into and out of my life, quickly changing everything. A dark question mark disappearing into a darker hole. Her name was Anna Kane. It's supposed to be coin, she told me in maybe the second conversation I had with her. And there's a couple of theories of how it got to be spelled with an A. One is that some of the family was involved in some sort of criminal activity a long time ago, hundreds of years. Murder kidnapping, that sort of thing, and that the more respectable relatives changed the spelling of their name to distance themselves from the bad ones. Another version has it that it was the criminals who changed their name to Cain so it would be harder to find them once they left their old lives behind. I told her that I'd heard the same thing about my family, since my last name was also available in an O and an A version. You'd think that if they really wanted to distance themselves from each other, they'd change more than just one letter, I said. Well, it's a bit mysterious, she said, maybe a little put off by the fact that her story wasn't as unique as she thought. She and her parents had moved into town, which in itself was an odd occurrence, since not too many people moved into town. They almost all moved out. But there were the Canes, watching the movers unload the truck and put their boxed belongings in the white two-story three-bedroom house on Twixt Road, just before it intersected with Town Street, which ran down by the river. The neighbors watched, too, slowly pulled out of their houses and down the street, attracted to the yellow moving truck as if it were a huge magnet. They came by and introduced themselves and stood with the canes like spectators at a parade, a ball game, or some great historical event worthy of a rapt, attentive crowd. My friend Carl Haythorne and I rode our bikes over and stood with a large group that had formed. We didn't really care about the truck or what came out of it. We didn't really care about the parents and what they looked like. We'd already heard that the canes had an only child, a girl our age. We wanted to see the girl. We were disappointed. She was not what we had expected, and far from what we had hoped for. She came out of the house wearing a pair of headphones over her short, straight blonde hair. The cord snaked into the pocket of a short black jacket. It was the kind of jacket someone would pump gas in, worn on a hot, humid day when it was, with complete certainty, the only jacket being worn in town. Under the jacket, she had a black shirt, which, I found out later, was long-sleeved. She never wore short sleeves. She was also wearing a pair of jeans and heavy boots. Black. She wore thick black eyeliner and a black expression. 
She sat down in the grass and started writing in a black notebook. I didn't give her much thought that day, but once I got to know her, I often wondered whether she had been completely different the day before we first saw her, whether she had dressed in normal clothes, with a more inviting appearance and expression. Except for two notable exceptions, I never witnessed any other incarnation. She was always in her goth gear, black and blonde and brooding. It's a freak show, Carl said. Let's go back to your house. I lived about a mile and a half north of the Canes, in a house that was very similar to theirs. We lived on Valley View Road, but you couldn't see a valley from it. We were actually at the bottom of a hill, where we saw only hills in all directions. It was a long walk to the Canes, if you stayed on the streets, but you could save some time if you cut through Mrs. Owens's yard and then across the vacant lot where the Booth House had burned down two years before. Then, when you got to Talis Road, you cut through the Bordens. You could get there in about fifteen minutes. I would do it lots of times. All of this would become important. Her given name was Anna, but she insisted on being called Anastasia. We had that in common. I wanted everyone to use my full first name. It wasn't out of vanity. I was named after my mother's brother, who had died young, just thirteen, and I had always been called by the full name because he had been. I never liked my name much. It never really seemed mine, a sort of hand-me-down from someone who never got enough use out of it, but what can you do? Only famous people have had their names changed, or else somebody has to give you a nickname, and no one was going to do that for me. Or you have to be someone like Anna, and just take the name for yourself. I love your name, Anna said. It's almost a perfect double dactyl. A what? Higgledy-piggledy. That's a perfect double dactyl. Two three-syllable words with the stresses on the first syllables. Your first name and your last name have the same number of syllables and almost the same sounds. They mirror each other, or are parallel or parallax or something. Okay. I was ready to be done with it. If she hadn't said higgledy-piggledy, I might have told her about my dead uncle and how he had died under strange circumstances, and maybe she was on to something. Maybe there was a connection between the two of us. Maybe he was the parallel, although we shared only the same first name. We could have gone into all of that, but I didn't really want to continue with any conversation where higgledy-piggledy was used, and especially when I was being compared with it. You should pay attention to things like that. It's your name. You'll always have that. It means something. The mirror thing is worth thinking about. Or is it repetition? It's a double nature, anyway. The first and then the next being similar. Maybe you had a twin you don't know about. Maybe there's a ghost following you around. Or maybe it has something to do with parallel lines. You know, they meet at infinity. That's interesting. But maybe it has nothing to do with you. I don't know you well enough to figure it out yet. Okay. How about your name? What does it mean? You'll have to figure that out for yourself. She was always spooky. 
Her friends were worse. They strolled silently through the school in their funeral clothes and black lipstick and eyeliner and gun-black hair. There were seven Marilyn Manson types in school. One for every day of the week, Carl had said, as if one wasn't enough. Three of them in our sophomore class. There were two seniors and two juniors and no freshmen. We hoped they were a species headed for extinction. They stuck out like badly bruised thumbs, and we thought they were pretentious and full of shit. They were rarely alone, a traveling convention of mourners, except for her. I would see her sitting off by herself in class, eating alone in the cafeteria, or just standing on her own in the hallway between classes. It's what I disliked most about her at first. I thought she was even more pretentious and bolder than her friends, and then it became one of the things I liked most about her. Sometimes it works out that way, I guess. And sometimes the other way. Our school, good old Hamilton High, was three stories tall, a long rectangle situated east-west on top of a low hill, with an entrance on each of the shorter sides. There is some debate about whom the school was named after. Almost everyone assumed it was after the adulterous Alexander Hamilton, as Anna liked to call him, who was shot dead by Aaron Burr in a duel on the banks of the Hudson River for spreading lies and rumors about Burr. There had been Hamiltons around town years ago, but no one had ever found anything they had done to be noteworthy or exceptional enough to name a building after any of them. But there were people who still believed the school was named after some of these other Hamiltons. My mother was one of those people. She contended that the town would never name a building, especially a school, after such an...